Okay, so 120 was actually delayed. So if you guys have um, been listening, you guys have probably been like, oh, I've been seeing clips of the recent episode, but I haven't actually seen the episode. The episode has been archived. Um, <laughs> using the word archived, the, the thing is with the word archived is it's kind of just like deleted. That's what archived means. So, you know, it says archived messages, archived this, archived that. Basically means deleted. So, um, deleted the last episode. I never got to posting it because one of my cameras actually died. And it was the front one. So, we scrapped the episode and that's that's all. That's the, that's the full story of that. Long story short. Anyways, this is episode 120, part 2. Or just uh, redone. So thank you guys so much for being here today. It is uh, July 18th, 8.36 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, just been doing all right. Just was out of powwow for three whole days. Three whole days, you know. So, so there's some people who like to go to powwows for like one day. You know, they do the lap. And then, you know, they sit down for a little bit and they're out of there. You know, then you got your next tier of people who go there two days in a row. Because, you know, maybe they saw some turquoise jewelry they wanted to get. You know, so they went back the second day and did another lap and got them. Then there's the people who are third-day powwow people. Those are the people who are camping, they're vendors, they're dancers, they're drummers. And then there was me, the person who was working, kind of doing laps, getting fry bread, and, you know, doing the whole nine yards. And so there's a lot of funny stories that actually happened when I was at at the powwow so it was at daybreak star uh, cultural center they do a big powwow every year it's been about three years since it's been back so there's a lot of people there at the daybreak powwow so shout out to everyone who actually showed up that's out here in seattle washington and uh, discovery park lots of people showed up from all walks of life and from all tribes across the country and from non-tribes across the country um so i was selling t-shirts for the radio station and you know, I was putting up the vendor tents, and man, running a vendor tent is rough. You know, there's a lot more to it than making money. You know, you got to make sure you got someone coming to your tent so you can go to the bathroom. Or make sure someone can watch your tent when you go get a Indian taco. And sometimes the line's a little too long, so you got to go for the subpar fry bread, if you know what I mean. So, you know, there's the one that everyone wants to go to, and then there's one, you know... That's subpar, but there's a smaller line. I'll take the subpar one every time. That's just how it goes. Um, you know, lines actually wrapped all the way around this place. Powwow uh, committees and powwow people who um, put these things on, there's a lot of thought that goes on. And before I start rambling on about powwow, what a powwow is, it's like a gathering of uh, Native Americans, what they like to do, um, you know, dance, drum, get together. If you don't know what that means, you know, now you do. So when I'm going to say it, like probably like 18 more times in this entire episode. So, you know, now, you know, so when these, there's these committees that go down, you know, they're like, okay, we need to get the honey buckets. We need to get the hand washing stations. We need to have the vendors and we need to make sure we have our arts and crafts, arts and crafts. So the vendors that were there, there was a good amount of vendors, but I actually heard, you know, through the, through the grapevine, through a little bird. One of the vendors that was there was unhappy that there's another vendor of the same type there. I'm not going to say names and I'm not going to say what vendor or what it was. But what happened to the old schoolness, man, of vendors? Like, I feel like back then it was like free for all. There's going to be eight fry bread vendor spots and 
whoever is the best fry bread is going to have the biggest line. And that's just how it goes. And now it's like, hey, if I'm going to bring fry bread, no one else is allowed to. When did that rule kind of start coming in? Like people want to start cornering the market. And I get it because, you know, you want to be the only one in town, but like only one in town as in the powwow. But when it's a big event, you got to have multiple of things or people are going to be standing in line for two hours. I was standing in this vendor line one time, man, and I swear I was an hour and a half. You know, you hear every excuse in the book when you get up to the front, you know, oh, we are fryers down. Uh, you know, my uncle quit halfway through the thing, you know, his baby mama hit him up and now he's got to go save his kid or, you know, yeah, he's dancing right now. He'll be right back. Oh, he's drumming. Oh, yeah, he's changing the baby in the back. He'll be right up like all these excuses for why the food line's going, man. I've heard some crazy ones. What is the craziest excuse you've heard at the vendor food line, man? You know, call it in to 425-320-3641. That's a DJP hotline. What is the craziest story you've heard from a vendor on why the line's taking so long? And a lot of people are going to be like, that is a long-ass question. It is, man. Sometimes people ask you questions like those short answer questions at school. They were long. You had to think about them. I didn't. I remember saying that as a kid. I was like, I, I like uh, multiple choice, but I don't like these short answers. Maybe it's because I was dumb. But uh, yeah, so the power went down. I was selling shirts and um, I got to give a shout out to this lemonade stand that was there, man. They had uh, this like cherry strawberry lemonade with uh, licorice as the straw. Not trying to give away their idea or anything, but man, that was a good idea. Um, And, you know, you chew one end of the licorice to the other one and then you could, you know, make a straw. It's kind of environmentally friendly, too. Um, so I'm all for that. You know, they offered straws too, for the people who wanted to eat their licorice like me. And I ended up, uh, I lied a little bit and I said my, uh, my niece or my nephew wanted the licorice, an extra one. But in reality, it was me. I feel like if I, uh, if I said I wanted the licorice, they'd be like, no, we, these are only for the straws. But I said, you know, my niece and nephew, they're like, oh, okay, here, give them a couple. And that's what I did. So if you guys are hearing this now, people who own the uh, lemonade stand, um, yeah, that that's the truth. I thought I should have um, said something about that, but now I did. Um, yeah, so there's a lot, lots of walks of life that go on at powwows. You know, um, I was working with uh, my guy Ronnie. You know, shout out to him. Uh, I think his at name is the Blue Eyed Native. Big shout out to him, and um, he was working security. And, um, you know, I, I've noticed that he was doing a great job and, um, never congratulated him, but yeah, he did a great job. But I've also noticed as a security guard at events like this, at events like powwows, at events like, um, concerts or, um, you know, up comedy shows, you got a security shirt on, man. That means you got to be ready to answer any question people bring to you. You know, people are going to be like, yo, can you recite pi up to 50 letters? Bro, I got a security shirt on. I can't solve. Hey, Dom, can you solve world peace? Or, hey, where are the nearest honey buckets when the honey buckets are right there? And they're like, no, I mean the cleanest honey buckets. You're like, I I don't know which one is the cleanest. But I know there is a group of 16 of them right there. And one of them has to be somewhat clean. That's my thought process when I look at honey buckets. 
which one of these is going to be the most clean? It's not the handicap one because a lot of people use the handicap one. A lot of people like who aren't handicapped like to sneak into the honey bucket. You know, that's some people have vices. Some people like to gamble. Some people like to smoke. Some people like to drink. And some people like to sneak into the handicap honey bucket. And that's not cool, you know, because those I've seen one person this last time at the honey bucket who was actually handicapped and they went in there and I was glad that they had the extra room because a regular honey bucket is claustrophobic as it is. So, yeah, I got to see that. And, um, yeah, these security guards, man, you got to be uh, I think you got to you got to be able to answer any type of question. That's not me. I, I did security one time. People ask me questions. I just he might know. That's my answer for everything as a security guard. Well, he might know, you know, not me. It's gotten to the point now where I put a shirt over my fluorescentness, you know, because when you're in a security shirt, you ha- you're fluorescent. I put this, uh, the shirt over the fluorescent. But then you can get in trouble for that. So I don't really advocate for that if that's not really your thing. Um, so, yeah, that was something um, I really thought about. I was also thinking about um, um, a lot of things. So I come home after the three days of being at a powwow, and that's uh, it was a great time. And um, you know when you come home after like three days of not really being home or not really like like you come home and sleep and you don't really like do much. Like you start like gathering up your laundry, everything starts piling up, your food starts going old. My food started going old, and I have a fruit bowl. You know, where I kind of try to be bougie and put my apples and my bananas and my avocados and stuff on the on the on the plate canvas. Like an actual plate, not like a plate canvas. But um the bananas were getting old. And you know, I think one of the number one lies we all tell ourselves is, you know, you see some old bananas, you know, oh we can make banana bread. I feel like that's just everyone's excuse to not just throw them away. Throw away the bananas, man. Because I feel like I've told myself that countless of times. I see these old black, old bananas, and I tell myself, oh, I'll make banana bread. When was the last time I actually made banana bread? I don't remember the last time I actually did. So I'm going to try to actually make banana bread out of the bananas we have. And um, I'm going to ask for some help from my girlfriend. She's going to help. but um, Or I'm going to ask her, and if she would like to help, I would be enlightened. I shouldn't be like, she's going to help. That's not uh, It's not really how you ask. My mom used to make zucchini bread a lot. And I feel like maybe that was kind of like because, you know, she was trying to sneak in the, you know, the zucchini for us. Um, and it, it felt good because, you know, she would put chocolate chips in there and I wouldn't even know the difference. And I'm pretty sure um, parents do that with things. Like I, I've seen some parents like say, hey. They, they dump their medicine in like an apple juice and the, the little baby will drink it. And they don't even know. You know, some people like to say their babies are smart, but some babies don't even realize that. Um, I guess they're smart for their age. I mean, percentile of 24-year-olds, I think I'm on the bottom tier. Um, like IQ-wise, maybe accolade-wise. You know, I have a... I think I have a couple participation trophies. I think I got second place in the spelling bee in third grade because I couldn't spell the word vacuum. I thought vacuum had a, a, a U in it in third grade. 
which it does, but it just a singular U. It's a V-A-C-U-U-M, vacuum. Um, I think that was it. It was either that or like forest. Like I was really pumped for the spelling bee as a kid. And I remember the girl who beat me, her name was Odessa. I'm not going to say her last name, but uh, she spelled vacuum right. And, um, I mean, if I ever seen her in person, I would tell her, like, man, in third grade, you beat me in the spelling bee. I, and I'm now just now getting over it. But I hope you're doing well. That's kind of what I would go on. Um, I'm just now getting over the grease I had this weekend, too, man. I had some greasy fry bread. No pun intended. You know... The, the fry bread I had was so greasy that I felt like I had chapstick on. You ever had anything that greasy where, like, you take a bite of it and then your lips kind of feel greasy? You know, shout out to my guy Stan and greasy fry bread, you know, but that's what my, my lips felt like this weekend, man, at the powwow. I was eating all the grease, man. I was getting uh, res burgers, res dogs, Indian tacos, fry bread. Uh, I got this pulled pork. You know, with a side of grease, I think they gave you like a little container, and that was uh, that was a good time. Um, you know, I was real glad to have that. I guess um, things are greasy and things aren't greasy. And a lot of people say, "Hey, you should get a, a healthy food stand for the powwow," and that nobody wants to do that either. But I got I got to see a lot of my family at the powwow. That was really cool. I think we're about 16 times I've said powwow on this whole episode, so that's that's a right on. So shout out to everyone who came there and said what up. Uh, that was really cool. You know, when you're like sitting somewhere and you're kind of waiting for people to come through, that's kind of what I felt like. It's like, who's going to come through next? And then it would be some person asking about the radio, and then 20 minutes later, like, I don't even realize who's coming or not. Um, yeah, so that's that's something I've been um, thinking about. You know, I've been, I also was people watching. Because, you know, that's what you do when you go to these things. You're watching people dance. You're watching people drum. You're watching people sell things. You're selling things. You watch people walk by. That's basically what this is, a powwow is. So people were, uh, you know, walking in. And, you know, I see, you know, families with kids, you know, little kids, you know, little rugrats that like to run around and stuff. And um, there's always there's always like two. There's a minimum of two. And there's a minimum of one because, you know, you see one. I've noticed little kids like to run around at the most dangerous places. You know, there's a there's a there's a big bleacher right here. Steel bleachers with really sharp edges. Playpen. Nine times out of ten, the baby's playing on the bleachers. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. They're jumping from bleacher to bleacher. They're playing around the corner edge where they can hit their head and potentially really hurt themselves and that's more fun to them you know it was probably fun to me too you know but I remember getting yelled at a couple times for playing around the bleachers I remember running down them I'd go on top of the bleachers and run down them try to skip a step I had shorter legs so you know that was um that was a risk I was willing to take uh, it was a short-term investment in other words I invested in my fun as a kid. Um, what's going on else in the world? It's Monday, July 18th. Uh, 
2022 just now to the point where I'm just going to say 2022 now. I don't write 2021 on things. I haven't really used a pencil this much. And that's uh could be because um you know, everything's on the computer now. Cuz I but I remember as a kid, you know, like or think think about like when you were a kid, how much you had a pencil in your hand. You know, I had like that little indent on the finger on where I would hold it. Now if I start writing more than a paragraph, I start feeling sore. But back then, my fingers were yoked for that pencil, dude. Whoa. Hold up on that one. Let's rephrase that. You know, let's rewind that. I should say, like, my fingers were conditioned to write with a pencil. There we go. That sounds a lot less sus. Nothing wrong with that side or nothing, but, you know, that's what we're going to say. Um... <laughs> Now I barely use a pencil. Like if someone says like, yo, you got a pen? Dude, I don't remember the last time I had a pen. The last time I had a pen was like signing something. Um, like maybe for my hours at work. Other than that, I don't carry a pen around with me. But I should. Like, you know, when you're calling someone and they say, uh, yo, write that down. I just pull up my notes app. And that's, um, maybe I'm not with the times anymore. Maybe I need to get with it. Um, so what else is going on? Yeah. Little kids, man, bleachers. That's their, their favorite thing. Apparently they don't like to play anywhere else other than bleachers. I guess they like to just, sometimes you got to let them, sometimes you got to let them play in the bleachers, but don't let them fall. You know, you start getting that, uh, that that twelve like that like Spider Man instinct if there's a little kid around you like don't be hitting the don't be hitting the corner, play over there, you know. Or that's what I I remember. I mean I'll be honest though I'm not gonna sit here and say I was like always at powwows I was on the powwow trail I I did that I did that. I I wasn't. And maybe that's why I'm here talking about it because it's like it wasn't as prominent when I was a little kid but now as I've gotten older I've gone to a lot more, and um. My cousins, I know, I, I hear or have heard a lot of stories from what they've told me and uh, and myself, too. Um, what else have we got today? Oh, so we got best fireworks story. Yeah, I didn't check in since you guys have, since it's been 4th of July. What is your favorite fireworks story that you guys have? Uh, send that in to the hotline, too, 425-320-3641. Again, that is 425-320-3641. Call in, leave a voicemail. What is your favorite fireworks story? What is your favorite firework? I know a lot of people have favorites. A lot of people have their least favorite. I think my favorite right now, Pooping Dog. That's pretty cool. Um, and also the um, Funky Monkey. It's a 500-gram cake. Shout-out to Saber Sonic Stand, my guy Darian. Um, I thought I saw his name pop up, so big shout to him. He's actually um, – I know he won't care me saying this because, you know, it's my guy. He's down uh, checking out the All-Star game. I'm pretty jealous. But that's cool. You know, at least he he's there. That's awesome. Uh, Julio couldn't pull it through. He will next year, though. Okay, um, what else happened? Oh, yeah, this is another good one right here. The, the number one annoying thing to hear as you're putting things away. Oh, you're playing Tetris. Anytime you're putting something away, man, something can't. It's just like, the how's your day going? That's nah, going. <laughs> it's like, 
you just you just set the whole truck you know someone says oh here put all this in the trunk you get in there you put everything in there oh yep you must be real good at tetris oh man that's just the lamest joke it's just like a it's the low hanging fruit of jokes but you know i just feel like it happens a lot a lot of people like to throw that one in there and Rub it in that they know what Tetris is and they know what Tetris does. What else we got? Oh yeah, I've been um, my girlfriend lives with me, and I I I once prior lived alone a couple years ago, and toilet paper consumption goes up double with a woman's in the house, and that's not rude for me to say but it's the truth because you know as a guy you go you know when you go number one you don't gotta use it you go number two you know how often am i really going number two at my place you know in the morning i try to be on a routine sometimes i wait till i go to work so then i'm not even using the toilet paper at home girls go with uh you know one and two they use it so that makes sense, but man, that that stuff goes quick. I swear they go like a no, that's just weird. Like a third and fourth time, I think. Anyway, I know that's kind of a weird take. Nobody wants to talk about that. It's like when you're in uh, sex ed. Sex ed was a weird time. You know, a lot of people asking weird questions. People raising their hand. You know, saying, "Hey, you know, what is uh, what is gonorrhea?" Like you're in seventh grade. What do you? Why do you need to know what that is? That's the attitude teachers had when you were in sex ed. You know they didn't want to. They didn't want to teach it anyway, but they they did. And you know I remember teacher. You know people asking teachers the craziest things. They'd be like, Hey, you know, I got a question. What if you don't want to use deodorant? And they'll be like, Oh man, Arnold, you got to use it. And some guy goes, well, what if I want to go natural? You know, I start out now, I, you know, a couple years now, I don't gotta, I don't gotta worry about it. Just use the Old Spice, man. We gave you a free one, in a little pamphlet in there. Check it out and use it. It's something you gotta start buying now. That that was the biggest shock, I think, of sex ed as a kid, as a boy, as a kid. They're like, all right, your first responsibility now as a kid. You know, given that you don't have like chores at home, little siblings or anything else like that, something you have to do for you. You know what that thing is? You got to use this deodorant, put it under your arms after you, after you're done working out, after you're done in the shower, you put deodorant on. That's what you do. Mind blown. I remember hearing that. I, I thought it was cool. I made sure that was done. As a kid, I would uh, get up. I wouldn't make my bed. Um, but I would hop in the shower, brush my teeth, put deodorant on. I'm ready for the world. Nowadays I do that. Now I'm like, fuck, I got 15 more things I got to think about. You know, as you get older, they start giving you a little bit more responsibilities. The next thing I got was, all right, here's your homework. Okay. All right. Uh, walk your brother home. Okay. What else? Uh, um, are your grades good? Okay. Yeah, that, I can handle that. You know, I can handle, you know, um, there's a change in bus routes, dude. When there was a change 
on getting on a new bus as a kid. They're like, all right, you're riding bus 17 and all these like the bus numbers are like always different on there. Like they're like, all right, this is bus 17, but it says number 44 right next to it. They're like, you got to look at the number on the right. That's the actual number. I'd be like, okay, so now I got deodorant, brushing my teeth. I got uh, homework. My brother's got to come home with me. I got to get on bus 17 now. And then I got to go to the Boys and Girls Club. And then, okay, your grandpa's not picking you up. Um, and then I would lose my phone. Every every kid lost their phone as a kid. Um, and then what else was a big responsibility? The next step up, it was like never miss your parents' call or your grandpa's call or your grandma's call. Like if you miss their call, you're just going to get in trouble. Like at that age when you're in middle school, if you miss – even nowadays, like if you miss a call from like them, they're like, why didn't you answer? It's like, um, I don't know. I was at work. They're like, no excuses. You're like, okay. You know, like, like that, that's the small, you know, I had a great childhood. I had a great family, you know, immediate and cousins and everything else, you know? Um, so I didn't have to worry about much, but yeah, those are some like little responsibilities, you know, what was the, um, what was like the first minor responsibility you remember as a kid? Mine was definitely putting deodorant on. So call that in, uh, send in uh, another voicemail to the hotline, 425-320-3641. Um, really appreciate when you guys call in and, you know, leave a message. Um, what else is going on in the world? Um, oh, yeah, we actually got a voicemail. I want to play this. This one actually comes from... Um, this one comes from Arizona for a zero area code. Let's see. Um, I always forget how to like plug this in. So we're just going to play this one right here. Yo, this is Dell from the YAF pod and you caller have called in after dark. We just wanted to let you know, taking all the hits. So your requests are our fulfillment. So this is Dell from um, YAF. YAF is a uh, great podcast based in Navajo land, I should say, or Arizona, as some would say. Um, so let's uh, listen to this. He's calling in after dark using the radio hour, like uh, Don FM on uh, the weekend. But uh, we want to say hi to the Don Joseph podcast. I know that he wanted to wish Quinna like, a happy anniversary or something whatever they're going through i know they have an anniversary or you know that dom is doing some crazy stuff but uh quinna you have a good name and he wants to dedicate some justin bieber to you you know yeah me and quinna uh our anniversary is in like march approaching that three year uh big shout to dell but we forgot what song he wanted to dedicate to you and we're a terrible host but what up Dom Joseph. Also, the Washington State University logo is not the best. I would have to say the Arizona State University logo is the best. Fight me on that. Okay, the Arizona State logo is not the best. So what we're going to do here is we're going to actually just look up the Arizona State logo. Okay. I know it's like a little devil guy holding it. Okay, let's just see here. Um, you know, Arizona State University logo. Let's see here. ASU. Okay, let's let's just uh, analyze this here. ASU. Okay. Um, 
For those of you guys who don't know what ASU is, Arizona State University is a school that is in Arizona, Arizona. And their colors are red and yellow, which is kind of uh, they're kind of biting off USC. So there's already a, there's already a um, there's a con. Um, and then what else we got? Um, we got like Trident's his like his Trident thing he holds, which looks like something. Uh, what's his name? Like the Atlantis guy would wear. Um, so that doesn't really fit. And then ASU font looks like a, like a default font. Like you get six fonts on Microsoft Word, and like that's one of them. And then they added like a little thing at the end. So then there's that. Um, so if I, you know, and then the guy on the logo of ASU, it almost looks kind of, I, I, I want to say kind of racist. Um yeah, you know, a Wazoo logo stunts on the ASU logo. If we got to uh, bring this to the DJPYAF uh, pay-per-view uh, boxing, Dom versus Dell, I'll do it. Um, you know, $50 admission, $50 pay-per-view. Yeah, you know, we'll have to settle this the old-fashioned the old fashioned way, you know. Or, uh, yeah, man, Wazoo logo way better. I'll start training today, bruh. Anyways, thanks for the the voicemail, guys. Uh, big shout out to YF, uh, one of my fave podcasts to listen to out right now. They're doing great things. Uh, they're just funny, man. I listen to them all the time. So if you guys have the time to go listen to another native podcast, check out your auntie's favorite pod, um, and check out me on Dom Joseph Podcast uh, on all platforms: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok. Oh, you know all the colors and all the hieroglyphics and everything. Um, so um, I'll see you guys next week. All right.